mi pregunta es ¿Cómo podemos nosotros alegrar el corazón de Jesús? Esperanza asked about how do we please the heart of Jesus? Is it a special attitude that we can have? Is it a, maybe a work of faith or, or something that we can put into action by ourselves to please uh, the, work of, the, the heart of Jesus? That question is straightforward. <laughs> Look, only faith pleases God. It honors Jesus Christ to believe in him, even everything around your life contradict him. Faith. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 8, Jesus was walking with his disciples. A Roman centurion came to him and said, Master, one of my servants is sick at the point of death. Can you, you are crying for Jesus to heal his servant. Jesus said, okay. Let's go. You must say, no. You don't need to come into my house. I'm not worthy for you to come physically to my house. Me, I'm a commander. I have soldiers under my orders. If I say to him, go this way, he will go. Do this, he will do. What the man was saying to Jesus, you don't need to come physically. I so much believe in you that if you speak a word, Invisible forces will come, and from far, my servant will be healed. Come on. Jesus said, I've never seen such a great faith. Go, your faith has him. Another woman, Matthew 15. It was a Canaanite woman. And that woman was not a common rep from Israel. She had a daughter, demon-possessed. She came all the way far from Sidon. And she ran to Jesus. When she came... Jesus neglected her, not answer her. Have mercy, have mercy, have mercy. Jesus refused. And the disciples said, Master, let's send this woman. She make noise. The woman continued. One day, Jesus stood and looked at her and said, It's not good to take the bread of my children and give them to the dogs. That's what Jesus said. When Jesus equated that lady to a dog, It was not to belittle her, but to test her faith, to check her humility. The lady was not offended because she knew who Jesus was. He said, Master, you're right. I'm like the dogs. But even the little dogs eat the crumbs that fell from their master's table. Jesus said, wow. Go, because of this declaration, your daughter is delivered. What pleases Jesus is the path of faith and humility. Faith and humility. Any person who approaches Jesus by faith in such a way, his demand was done. There's a woman who had the issue of blood for 12 years in her life. She suffered so many years. But in her heart she said, this man called Jesus, if I go to him, I know I will be healed. That's whom I believe. The woman came by faith. When she came, Jesus was surrounded by such crowd of people around him. But the woman find her way through. And she didn't touch the body of Jesus. She touched the hem of a garment because she believed. And the Bible says, power came from Jesus and healed her. He never touched the body of Jesus. Power came instantly. That faith. Jesus turned and said, who touched me? Peter, master, what are you saying? Hundreds of people are here touching you, and you say, who touched me? 
Jesus was referring to a touch born of faith. The woman came by faith supernaturally to Jesus, and Jesus knew that. And the power of God located immediately. If you want to please Jesus, faith, only faith pleases Jesus. As faith honors Jesus the most, Jesus honors faith the most. And Hebrew chapter 11 says, he who comes to God, verse 5, must believe that he exists and he is the rewarder. So now, if you believe in Christ, anytime Jesus meet, met somebody, Jesus never healed the person directly. He would ask me a probing question. What do you want me to do for you? Ask question. Oh, do you believe I can do it for you? That's faith. If you believe Jesus, you have it. Faith in Christ Jesus is not, is not a risk, but a sure and practical act. So, what pleases Jesus is your faith. How do you have faith? You have faith when your faith, your belief is tested in the face of real situation. When you are in difficulty, you say, thank you Jesus, you are my Lord. You have no money, you continue to worship Jesus. Act of faith. Faith not based on what you see. Based on Christ's ability to save you, to protect you, even when you are going through the wilderness. So, my question is clear. My answer is faith. Heavenly currency. That's the only thing that believes Jesus today. That, that, so that's the only thing that honors Jesus today and pleases Jesus today. If you must come to Jesus, come by faith. If you believe in him, that pleases him. And faith is the lifestyle of trusting in Jesus, even when everything around you seems difficult, but you trust in him. That is faith. It's, it's a lot simpler than we, than we think, you know, because even the faith that we finally exercised to receive Jesus was a faith that he himself put in our heart, meaning that it's not for us to say, oh, I don't have, I don't have um, faith, you know, I don't have enough faith. How do I please Jesus? How do I reach Jesus? It's not, it's not, you know, it's not up to us. It's for us to reach out and ask Jesus to give us the faith we need from him. And that is what Rasim was talking about, the attitude of humility that I can't do it by myself. Every step. If there's one thing I, I look at in the life of Poverty B. Joshua, I, I, I'm just baffled by till now. It's the fact that he lived a life as if he needed God more than anyone else. He lived a life of, I need God to sit down. I need God to stand up. I need God to say this. I need God to say that. I need God for everything. If you know you need Jesus for everything, you have that childlike faith. That childlike simplicity, and that is what pleases Jesus. So thank you so much. It's the word of God that teaches you how to please Jesus. Abide in his word, meditate on his word, and faith will come spontaneously, naturally. And when you please Jesus, you will see the reward. Thank you. Thank you so much for that wonderful, beautiful question. Um, and that's what it's all about, pleasing Jesus. And the fact that you have a heart to please Jesus, wow. That's wonderful. It's a blessing. That is a blessing. Of all the questions you could have asked, that question um, is, is itself is a blessing to your life. So thank you so much. Yes, uh, my question is, as I, I have heard about Jesus Christ and I read my Bible, I pray, I fast, but I'm still longing for that relationship with Jesus. I feel I don't have it. So how do I get to where I, I will say, I know Jesus. And when I pray, I believe that Jesus answers my question.
Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. To answer that question, I will go to John chapter 16. I will write from, let me read from verse 10. John 16. Let me open my Bible. That will help us to answer that question. Yes. Jesus said in verse 10, uh, it's up from verse 6 even. He said to his disciple that when the Holy Spirit come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, because I go to the Father and you will see me no more, and of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judge. You know, we have to Christ, we have the Christ of history, the Christ of the Bible. We know the Bible has given information about Jesus, his birth, his ministry, how he was crucified, how he was resurrected, and ascended to heaven. We have facts. Knowing facts about Jesus is going to change our lives, right? We can have passion for Jesus, know Jesus intellectually by reading the Bible, etc. But we should not forget there's Jesus resurrected, Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, when he resurrected, you remember, after walking with his disciples for three years, they knew him in bodily form. Peter saw him. They touched him. They saw him. And the Lord said to them, well, I'm going to Jerusalem. They will crucify me. They will kill me. On the third day, I will resurrect. When Jesus said that, they couldn't understand what he was saying, really. But when Jesus was crucified and laid down to the tomb, many of them, despite all what Jesus said to them before, did not believe in the resurrection. Right? Because they have never experienced that. So what happened on the way to Emmaus when Jesus met the two disciples who were so downcast because they think the end has come. Jesus came, appeared in a different form and began to tell him, what's happened to you? Why are you sad? They say, ha, ah, have you not heard what happened to Jerusalem? How Jesus was crucified? We thought he was in the restore our hope. And for them, the end has finished. They only see Jesus in the natural. But Jesus is not an earthly man. Jesus is the Lord, the man from heaven. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 47. When Jesus came on earth, God came. He's the word. He's the Lord. But Many people followed him when they saw the miracle he did. He performed in the book of John chapter 2. That Jesus said, he did not put his trust in man. He knows what is in the heart of man. Who really know who he is? So when he met Nathaniel, they said, ah, this is the man in whom there is no, no fraud. How do you know me? He said, when you were in the fig tree, I saw you. And he said, ah, you are the son of God. Jesus said, you will see greater things than that. So the question is, what Jesus said about him? In John 8, 23, he said, you are from this world. I am not of this world. You are from under, I am from above. So Jesus is a mystery in itself. It requires the revelation of the Holy Ghost to know who Jesus was, who Jesus is, because still alive. So to know Jesus resurrected, Jesus in the power of the Holy Ghost, it requires the Holy Ghost because Jesus is spirit. He has resurrected. He's in heaven. And the Bible filled the heavens and the earth. So when you call the name Jesus today, you don't see Jesus. Holy Spirit comes. 
Because he said, I will give you another comforter, the spirit of truth, who is with you, he will be in you. So now, how do you know Jesus? We can only know Jesus through the word by his spirit. That's why all the apostles said, the ministry of the word, they were bearing witness of the word of his resurrection. That's why they preached the gospel. So the question is, you, you have the heart desire to know the Lord, and that's very pure, and Jesus knows that. But to know Jesus, you have to go through the right way, through the word by his spirit. When you read the Bible, when you read your New Testament, and you pray in your heart to understand, the spirit of God will give you revelation. Because the only relationship between Jesus and us is through his word by his spirit. We can never know him by feelings. The only way to know him is by the word of God. And Jesus is real. Jesus speaks to us. How? Jesus speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. And how does the Holy Ghost speak to us in our heart? And now that's the key. To know Jesus, you must know the Holy Spirit. And you can only know Jesus as long as the Spirit of God reveals him to you. Saul rejected the gospel and condemned the gospel and persecuted the Christians because he had sense knowledge of Christ. People look at him, but you look, ah, is he not the son of Mary, the son of Joseph? How can you say you are from God? You are from above. But on his way to Damascus, Jesus met him at the point of revelation. And his eyes were open, eyes of faith open. Who are you, Lord? I'm Jesus, whom you persecute. And then revelation comes. So this is the key. To develop your relationship with Jesus, because you can't see him anymore with naked eyes, but you can see Jesus in the spirit. You can hear him in the spirit. So when you meditate in the word of God about Jesus, revelation comes. What is revelation? The word of Christ will come. He will speak to you through the Holy Spirit. Your conscience will reign. God will speak to us through his word by his spirit. And that is it. And when the disciples were walking Acts chapter 2, you can see that they knew Jesus. Because they knew Jesus, they knew the Holy Spirit. And that's the spirit of Father that speaks through him. So whenever you call Jesus, it's the Holy Spirit that speaks. Jesus speaks to us through the spirit of Father, and the Holy Ghost speaks to us through our heart, through our conscience. So knowing Jesus is knowing the Holy Ghost, and that knowledge is divine revelation through your heart. Your heart, your spirit is a communication point. Contact one with Jesus. When you think right, when you speak right, you can perceive his voice. You can perceive the thoughts of the Spirit in your heart. That's how we know Jesus. Not by feelings, by faith. And then you can have practical experience that you hear, you pray, and God answers your prayer. It is true. We can only know Jesus through his holy words. Jesus speaks through the word of the Holy Ghost, revealing his mind on a certain matter and giving us a promise. And his promise isn't failing. Amen. So when you pray to the Father in the name of Jesus, we fellowship with him through his word by spirit. That's the only way we can know Jesus in spirit and in truth, not in our emotions. So with the heart desire you have, that's what God wants. If your heart desire is to know him for salvation's sake, then he will meet you at the point of his spirit. And then you develop your relationship with him daily by reading your Bible, meditating, giving thanks to Jesus. Remember, he's our life. In him we live, in him we move, and have our being. You know, when your heart is so soaked with Jesus, say, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He's the object of our faith. He's the vine and we are the branches. So our life comes from him. So make sure your thought, think about Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. Give thanks to him. Ask him to give you strength. To give you strength. You pray in his name. Whatever you ask in my name, I will see to it. It is done. We have access to God through him by his spirit. That's why he said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. What's the way? His word. What's the truth? The revelation of the Holy Spirit to tell you who Jesus is, what is his mind, what is the life. The life is eternal life through his word, by his spirit. So please, Jesus is close to you, very close to you, to your heart, to your spirit. That's where you perceive, that's where you have the relationship with him. Remember, that's why he came through his blood to remove the barrier between our spirit and him. Because Jesus is spirit, you too, you have a spirit. And that's your spirit that can connect to Jesus, not your mind, not your flesh, your spirit. Once the Holy Ghost comes in you, you have contact with him. When you pray to the Father, the word comes. When you pray to Jesus, it's the Holy Spirit. So today, the only means of growth in our Christian life of knowledge of Jesus is the Holy Spirit. Because Christ and the word are one. Wow, thank you. <laughs> what, a, what an amazing answer. And, and, and we really want to appreciate you for your question because that's what it's all about, knowing Jesus. Um, that is what it's all about. And, and it, you know, like the Bible says in Matthew, you know, we don't want to be in a situation on that last day when, when we say, I did this in your name, I did this in your name. And Jesus says, I never knew you. So that is a key question that you've asked, a question of the heart about knowing Jesus. And it's such a comfort um, to me, um, what Prophet T.B. Joshua said and is about to seek the kingdom of God is to have the kingdom of God. If we continue to seek God's kingdom, seek the presence of Jesus in our heart, we have the presence of Jesus in our heart. And that is the greatest miracle. So never stop seeking, never stop wanting to know Jesus more. And uh, because the closer we get to Jesus, the more we realize how undeserving of his presence we are. So it's a wonderful journey. We're on the journey of, of, of seeking to know Jesus more. And uh, like Racine said, it's, it's being conscious of his presence, his voice, um, his desire, his will and everything um, that we do. So God bless you. Thank you for that question. <laughs>